Hi, my name is Pamela Coons, Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Oncology at Yale School of Medicine and Yale Cancer Center. I'm excited to announce ASCO's new open access journal, JCO Oncology Advances. As the inaugural editor-in-chief, I hope to support JCO Oncology Advances to become the premier platform to bridge the gap between accessible scientific research and clinical care. Stay tuned for more information, including new article types, at ascopubs.org forward slash JCO Oncology Advances. We look forward to seeing your submissions in spring of 2024. This JCO podcast provides observations and commentary on the JCO article, A Prospective Study of Breast Cancer Incidence in Women with a BRCA1 or BRCA2 Mutation, under Surveillance with and Without Magnetic Resonance Imaging, by authors Ellen Warner et al. My name is Mary Daly, and I am the Chair of Clinical Genetics at the Fox Chase Cancer Center in Pennsylvania, USA. My oncologic specialty is the genetic basis of breast and ovarian cancer. Women with deleterious BRCA1 or BRCA2 mutations have a significantly heightened risk for breast cancer, ranging from 39% to 79%. While prophylactic mastectomy is an option for these women, the majority rely on breast surveillance to detect breast cancer at an early curable stage. Previous studies have demonstrated the superior sensitivity of breast MRI to detect suspicious lesions in the breast compared to mammography alone. This article provides further support for the addition of breast MRI to more traditional breast imaging modalities by demonstrating a significant reduction in stage of disease among women whose screening included breast MRI compared to women whose screening did not. The authors compared 445 BRCA1 and BRCA2 positive women enrolled in an MRI screening protocol in Toronto to 830 BRCA1 and BRCA2 positive women throughout North America who underwent conventional screening. Women in the MRI protocol received annual breast MRI, mammogram, clinical breast exam, and ultrasound and were followed annually for up to six years for new breast cancer events. Women in the comparison arm were recommended to undergo annual clinical breast exam and mammography. Results after a mean of 3.1 to 3.3 years of follow-up, indicate a downstaging of new breast cancers in the MRI screen group. While the cumulative incidence of cancer was similar in both groups, the incidence of DCIS and stage 1 cancer was significantly greater among women whose screening included breast MRI, and the incidence of stage 2 to 4 invasive cancer was significantly lower. Tumors were more likely to be diagnosed by screening in the MRI group, 98%, than the comparison group, among whom 50% were detected by self or clinical examination. For each stage, tumors in the MRI screen group were smaller than those in the comparison group. Several previous studies have demonstrated an increased detection rate and fewer incident cancers among women whose screening included breast MRI. Previous studies have also reported smaller tumor size among women diagnosed by screening MRI compared to women diagnosed by mammography. Traditionally, there has been a significant correlation between stage of disease and long-term survival. 
with early-stage tumors having a survival advantage. Not only do women with early-stage disease have improved long-term survival, they may also be candidates for less aggressive therapies. The results of this study, if confirmed, provide additional support for the addition of breast MRI to the screening protocol for women with BRCA mutations. The next important question to address is whether the difference in staging using breast MRI translates into a survival difference. Although in general the stage of breast cancer at diagnosis is clearly correlated with survival, there is emerging evidence that the influence of stage in BRCA-related tumors may be compounded by several other prognostic features. BRCA1 breast tumors have a particular phenotype characterized by higher grade, higher rates of p53 expression, and the absence of estrogen receptor, progesterone receptor, and HER2 expression. These cancers are called triple negative. All features suggestive of a worse prognosis. Furthermore, BRCA1-related tumors often express basal or myoepithelial markers such as cytokeratin 5-6 or p-cadherin. These observations raise the possibility that at least for BRCA1-related breast cancers, there may be a different biologic progression during which the impact of stage may be mitigated. The authors acknowledge several limitations to the study. Women were not randomly assigned to MRI versus conventional screening, and there are significant differences in some important variables between the two groups. The comparison group included women from several North American sites with differing systems of health care. Women in the MRI group were followed more closely than those in the comparison group. A randomized trial prospectively comparing tumor characteristics in women assigned to MRI screening versus those assigned to conventional mammography would provide more definitive support for a significant difference in stage and survival between these two modalities. However, given the guidelines published by the American Cancer Society recommending the addition of annual breast MRI to annual mammography in women with a hereditary risk of breast cancer, it is unlikely that such a trial would be supported or accepted among this population of women. An additional limitation is the relatively short follow-up, which may obscure the effect of a possible lead time bias. In summary, this article provides important insight into the performance of breast MRI screening among women with hereditary breast cancer risk, but leaves unanswered the ultimate significance of these findings. This concludes this JCO podcast. Thank you for listening. For more original research, editorials, and review articles, please visit us online at jco.org. This production is copyrighted to the American Society of Clinical Oncology. Thank you for listening.